Welcome to part two of this episode. My name is James Springle, and I'm chatting to Neil Smith about my new EP, Holy Love, and the journey from voice notes to mastered tracks. This is the Spirit Truth Podcast, conversations to equip worship teams and songwriters. Cool, so let's move on to scroll. So the scroll started for me with that chorus, um, just with those weird chords um, playing around with things. Mm, oh yeah. And I kind of came up with the melody of the words. I didn't know what words I wanted. Um, but I think that that kind of in, interesting chord combination definitely gave direction for the song, mm. um, that it's going to be something different, something, I guess, intimate, gentle, uh, yeah, I don't know. How did you how did you approach oh and people by the way, I've got this running joke that people tell me I always have to have the word scroll somewhere in one of my songs. So <laughs> one of my, I might as well write a song that's called The Scroll. <laughs> There's many scrolls uh, hidden amongst Jane Sprinkle songs. Um yeah, that, that chorus clip, I really like that because it has funky harmonies. Yeah. And I thought that's really fresh. Mm. So when you sent me the the verses, when you finally had verses after all these years, <laughs> I wasn't convinced that the two fit together, but um, I quickly, I don't know, it, some time went past before I listened to it again, and then I loved it. So, yeah, things change. Same with the bridge. You didn't like the bridge at first. Oh, yeah, and now it's my favorite part of the whole project. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, things change. Yeah. Okay, what do we have here? First phone demo. It's kids playing in the background. So, not much has changed here, actually. Yeah. Like, if you would play this on an acoustic guitar, then, I mean, basically the arrangement is just built around that. Um, it was the easiest arrangement to do of all the songs. Um, so, yeah, this demo doesn't really reveal any um, pre-production secrets. Um but this next one might. Um, so th th I really enjoyed the sound of the song and things quickly popped in my mind of just how it would be natural for me to arrange it. Uh, and I knew this would not be the way we we're going to do it, but I just thought, I'm not sure yet how we're going to do it, so I'm <laughs> just going to do it the way that that sounds natural to me um and i actually really like this i'm probably going to skip a bit uh, yeah so james just sent me um once again a cell phone recording with a vocal and a guitar and then i went and put it on the grid i pulled everything onto a grid um in ableton and then added some other sounds Waves and waves of crystal. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, so I immediately went for the accordion <laughs> and that accordion part just um, went straight to the new um, arrangement just with the new sound. It became that kind of organ sound. I wasn't a fan of the accordion the first time I heard it. Wait till the violin comes in. That's beautiful. Feel like we need to be eating baguette or something. I think the reason I was I wasn't so keen on this arrangement was just it was going in such a different direction from the rest of the EP. Yeah. Well, like I said, it was never the idea to yeah be like this. Although I really like it. But I guess the point is you have to try every possibility. Yeah. To get to the point where you know what you want to actually, actually want to do. then after this obviously I felt I need to do something very different and it didn't end up that different sounding mm -hmm. um, but the first thing I needed to find was a loop <laughs> a groove yeah so let's listen to this yeah so that kind of organ sound in the background that came straight from the accordion wow so that helped. Oh. <laughs> I much prefer it to the accordion. <laughs> so from here on, nothing really changed. It was just adding things. Yeah. Just adding layers of acoustic guitars and vocals. Yeah, this loop is basically the same. Yeah, this verse sounds. Very similar. Nice. Great. The bridge, yeah, the bridge I wasn't happy with in the beginning. Uh, it just sounded, I don't know, too kind of ordinary to me. Um, but I think it was only when you, you came to Durban to record vocals and, and mm. work on things, then we decided to have a go at the bridge anyway. And we just started layering vocals and guitars and so, and it mm. turned out beautiful. Mm. And that stayed. And those kind of oh, oohs and ahs kind of before in the mm. interlude, before the bridge, I think that also yeah, that's a, added a lot. Yes, a, yes, yes, absolutely. What gave you that idea? I can't remember. Um, that's one of Jack Garrett's songs. It starts, it starts yes, like that. Oh, with these kind yeah. of uh, distant vocals. Yeah. yeah. It worked out nicely. It did. Really did. 
Oh my word, I've never recorded so many oohs and ahs in my life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and on to Kingdom. On to Kingdom. Wow. So this oh. song, I don't even know if I have it. I don't. I definitely don't have the original demo because I wrote it back in 2014. Mm-hmm. One of those songs back then. I mean, I was just focusing on worship for church uh, in, the, in terms of my songwriting. So this was very left field. Uh, so I didn't even consider it, um, and it, it, so it's it's been there for ages. I guess just waiting for the right moment, uh, and then I sang it at an event called Songs of the Prophets uh, in 2019, and yeah, and, and I knew if I once we started speaking about an EP, I was like, no, this one it would work mm-hmm. on an EP. Mm-hmm. It won't work on a show band album, but it would yeah. work on an EP. Yeah, yeah, you sent it to me. Um, just about when I started my venture into production three years ago. Wow. Was it three years ago? I don't know. I sent it there. Yeah, three years ago. Um, and yeah, so and, and I, I loved it. And for the very reason that it sounds different. Um, it's not often a, a guitarist from a worship band comes up with um, really unusual chords. I still don't know how I came up with those chords. I just fiddled around. I was like, whoa, this sounds nice. And there's even a modulation. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Uh, Take us back to the 90s. So this is the recording he sent me that time. And you did this with... um, I think, yeah, with Branwyn. Yeah. yeah, I recorded it. Yeah. So, I mean, this guitar part is also still the same in the current version. So I'm not going to play much of it. There's a rising tide, there's a red. I was listening to a lot of John Mark Wickmillan at the time. You can definitely hear that. Yeah. <laughs> it has this kind of haunting feeling about it. Especially in the bridge. Yeah. As the end from side until it's all to lap But the voice inside constantly reminds us Oh just the kingdom Yeah, okay. Um so I know you wrestled with this one. Yeah, I I have like Is nine this, different versions. Would you say this was the me? most frustrating song for you out of the album? No, I would say ultimately Holy Love was. Oh, really? Yeah. I did want to scrap this one at a point. <laughs> I think there was a point with every song almost. Yeah, I think the point with Scroll was like four days ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Luckily, we sorted out, out quickly. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, we... We just recorded like a clean demo vocal for this for me to work with um, beginning of last year, exactly a year ago now. Um, it might even be to the day. Mm. And uh, yeah, I just very quickly added some things that popped up in my mind and it sounded like this. And as you can see, not much has changed since then. James instantly liked it. Yeah. I liked it. It wasn't what I ever expected to be in the song. Um, so I felt very unsure about it. But then when he loved it, I mean, when James loves something, then 
that's that's very important. <laughs> it's oh, a moment to cherish. <laughs> uh, just immediately establish the vibe. Yeah, I mean, we did try different, many different things after this, yeah. and eventually came back to it. Mm. So we had all these guitars layered in this version, um, and eventually later on when we transpose the song a turn up to get more um, thrilling vocals then we took those exact guitar parts and just recorded them uh, a turn higher mm. and this was a demo that was done in a day which is pretty much unchanged mm. it was a bit it was a bit difficult to replicate the guitar parts like this you mm. kind of had to figure it out all over again yeah uh, because of the key change yeah it's a nice guitar part. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think one thing I will mention, so I think it, it this song naturally lends itself to being like a rock song. Mm, um, it works very well with rock. Yeah. But because, and this happened with this song and with Zion, because we weren't going the recorded drums route and we were going mm. more the program drums, it really required a lot of brainstorming and bashing around and experimenting Yeah. to make something... Because it would be very easy just to record a, a rock song with yeah. know, a live drummer. Um, but as soon as you go this route, um, you have to think hard. And I, I, I like the fact, I think it was Ben, the, the guy, who, the sound engineer, who mixed, or rather the mixing engineer, uh, who said it's quite cool that it's a typical rock song, but there's no electric guitar in it. Mm. Um, and I think that helps kind of break that mold of get, getting out, getting it, making it work for what we've got. Yeah. With what we've got. Yeah, so we we really had to be creative. Yeah. Um and so I was still fiddling around with different ideas here. Um I don't know why I wasn't absolutely convinced by this. I, I just had a different idea in my mind, I guess. So um one of the things that came up uh was um this. So just this is just um Oh yes, so so I added electric guitars, um, and I, I listened to a lot of clothes at that time, and there's a lot of electric guitar in there, but it's it's not very heavy rock or so, but it's like very gentle guitar parts, a lot of just like kind of sound effects almost and tremolos. So I incorporated that in here. There's a rising tide. There's a wreck. There's a great divide, there's a seed of king Gather to the right, scatter to the left It's your choice Though the road is wide, it leads the other way Hides the end from sight until it's all too late But the voice inside constantly reminds us Urgent, the kingdom is coming the kingdom is coming the kingdom is coming oh. we'll feel the change of pace <laughs> Yeah, um, so I was just not convinced about it. It just 
it's kind it's kind of nice but it didn't have enough to engage me yeah um so you know sometimes when you feel like that you just have to try crazy things like top tip try crazy things so <laughs> then i tried this I, oh, <laughs> this version there's a rising tide there's a little organ in there also different drum sounds i probably went through all the different drum sounds that I had trying that, trying everything in this song. <laughs> and then I tried it with different drums. <laughs> and every time I tried a different space, like a different ambience as well, and see if I can get it just to feel better. So yes, the same, just with a different space. Oh, it's also nice. More staccato. Yeah. Now, um, the one version I haven't played is actually one of the very first ones that I did uh, before I did all of these with the guitars and organ. And um, this is one that we went to go listen to pretty much just before or at the time that we were starting to record yeah uh, the final tracks then we listen to some of the demos and we listen to this again and it's like wait a minute this uh -huh. is it we'll feel the change of pace know the urgency with the labor pains with the fight of peace we are awakening we are moving in formation so let the pride So that's the arrangement that we have now. But um, we combined that very first one with the acoustic guitars and this one. So, uh, yeah, that's just combining old versions yeah. to make a new one. It's and amazing. It, Sometimes yeah. you come back to stuff months later and you're like, this can actually work. Yeah, Especially when you're feeling a bit directionless. Yeah. I mean, when I did this initially, I it was nice for me, but I didn't think it was right. Um, it just kind of annoyed me because at that time I, I play an orchestra full time and we played the Phantom of the Opera every day. <laughs> <clears throat> and this just reminded me too much of um, that. It's like that, that kind of figure. Just reminded me way too much of that. So it put me off. And then eventually we start we stopped playing Phantom of the Opera and then by the time I listened to this again it just sounded fresh and we loved it. <laughs> so, You've never told me that. <laughs> um yeah, so from from there on that was really the basis for the new arrangement. Um and it just built up from there, adding things, taking some things away. And oh uh, which thing that was very important for this song, uh getting a drum sound. Um, so these first drums that I had kind of liked that sound. Um, so I, I sent it to Ben and, uh, he said, okay, let's, let's see what I can do with it. And he used that sound and just like really, uh, 
put a lot of processing on and layered it with other drums and so and then ended up with the current drum sound that we that we had yeah yeah that's kingdom that's kingdom cool let's let's move into the last one which is love like you um would you say this was maybe the easiest song for you in terms of finding direction it seemed to come mm. the quickest or the most natural um I'd say scroll was still easier with this one. I did run into some problems here, um, but I'd say this is the one where the very first thing that I did was this thing that stayed. Mm. Um, yeah. So um, I knew very quickly what to do with this. Yeah. Uh, it was. I, I knew I wanted to go for this side chain compression effect um, where it has this kind of sort that kind of sound. Yeah. Uh, you, heard, you hear it a lot in Jack Carrot's music, which I was also listening to a lot at that time. And you might have been influenced by Jack Carrot as well, this high vocal, high falsetto vocal. Yeah, yeah. possibly. Yeah, which he does a lot. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, generally it came pretty quickly. So this was, oh, this is the acoustic demo. Let's play a bit of this. Very slow. Will the broken be welcome When I listened to this yesterday, I realized that Actually, the guitar, the piano part that we have now is pretty similar to the guitar part. That was never the intention. Wow. Yeah. Because I completely forgot about this guitar part. <laughs> Different melody. Yeah. You made me change the melody. Yep. Melody change, yeah, I I just, I, I wasn't fond of, da, 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 da. Yeah. there's just a kind of a sound to it, which didn't, I mean, it's, it's I think it's too nice, that's what yeah. it is. No, I don't um, regret the choice. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, no, no, it's, it's good. Thanks for listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> I do every now and then. <laughs> Um, okay, so straight away I started exploring um, grooves and sounds. So this pad sound is an, kind of an organ that I designed in Omnisphere, just fiddling with some knobs on the synthesizer and it, this popped up this kind of lo-fi sound and I loved it yeah it's amazing and it's still in there and you can hear that side chain effect when the kick hits the organ ducks for that moment I tried um, even though the rhythm sounds pretty normal here it's actually triplets quite spaced out triplets because I wanted to just try something different that's also something that Garrett does is uh, he's 
his grooves are sometimes kind of unexpected. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then here's the part of the bridge. Very pumping. <laughs> How much of that stayed in the final track? A lot. That's that arc since that's still there. Pretty much exactly the same. And the the pads as well, the bass I think as well. There's so much side chain in the in the final. I can't really hear it. So much going on now. Yeah. Yeah. What's this? This is with groove. Yeah, so this one came to be together quite simply. The the greatest addition then after this was the piano, which was, um, I just felt that the beginning was a bit empty just with that organ sound. So I was just playing around with a new free piano that I downloaded and I kind of just wanted to try it out and then came up with this, which is still basically the same. Yeah. Yeah. Except for the final piano, you used Ben's, right? Actually not. Um, we did record Ben's piano, but the sound was just wasn't right for me. Okay. It's a it's a CP seventy listeners. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> very uh, rare find still these days, uh, especially in this country, I'd say. Uh, so Ben bought this piano secondhand, and it's it's really quirky but really beautiful sound. Um, and it's lovely to play on, but it just didn't work the way I wanted it here. So I still used the the free piano that I downloaded, mm. and then but Ben's piano comes in a bit later, kind of blends in okay. for the for the choruses and bridge later on. Yeah, so this is basically the final uh, version of the song. Yeah, and then Jason added a little bit of a couple of piano parts towards the end in the bridge. Yeah. That's love like you. That's love like you. Yes. And oh, we didn't speak about now the, the, the ending of the song. Oh, the ending. Yes. Um, yeah. That idea also got from Jack Garrett. There's one point in one of the songs, I can't remember which one, where it just like cuts away to this really rough um, kind of mono recording um, just him playing electric guitar, I think. I can't remember. Um, just like it's recorded with one mic or with a cell phone or something. It's just like really rough. And I thought that will work well with the song. So we ended it like that. We just recorded that piano, Ben's CP70, and James singing along at the same time, just recorded it with one mic. And made After it sound... a big bowl of pasta. <laughs> yes, true. <laughs> Late night in Stellenbosch. <laughs> and um, yeah, just uh, made it sound really lo-fi. And uh, yeah, thought it would be a nice end to the album. Yeah, I think it's, a, it's just a nice like sailor moment yeah. right at the end of these five songs. Yeah. Cool. Cool, that's it. Neil, thank you so much for talking through the songs. Thank you for making them what they are. 
as you guys can hear, I, I send him the rawest of material and he makes something beautiful out of it. Yeah, look, um, luckily with James, working with James, I'm fortunate that he uh, has a good imagination. So <laughs> when he hears, I mean, okay, I, I hear his rough demos, but I send him very rough demos back with really plastic sounds. And um, he really has to use his imagination to determine whether something has potential or not. So that's an important thing to, to consider. Yeah. It's not going to sound like a record right from the beginning. Yeah. And it takes so many versions to get to what you actually want. Um, so I guess the don't be afraid of putting in the, the hours and like Neil says, going through every single dime sound until you find one that works or you don't find something that works and then a few months later you do. You realize that you you had something that actually works. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. It happens. Thanks, Neil. I yeah. hope this has been encouraging for you guys and enjoy that you're enjoying the EP. We'll do we'll do something like this again. Yeah, sure. We'll do another album and another podcast. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Until next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining the Spirit Truth Podcast. Check out chauffeurband.com for music and resources. You can also subscribe to the podcast, rate and review it on iTunes, and share it with your friends on social media. Oh, 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 oh